When I first created my success vision, it was a revelation. Not only was it hugely motivational, but it also made me realise that things I thought I wanted for so long really were not that important to me. It also really helped me focus my efforts on making that vision come true. And you know what? Part of it already has. Do you know what your vision of success is? What your job would be, where you'd live, how you'd spend your time, who'd be there? If not, we have you covered in this episode. We'll be exploring what a success vision is, why it can be powerful, particularly when making a big change, and how you can build yours. And as an extra bonus, I'll also be sharing how you can use all the elements of the burning passion model to nail down exactly the burning passion you will take forward into your new career and life. So let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. We are at the final part in the Burning Passion series. In this series, we've been going step by step into the four elements that make up your burning passion. A quick reminder, your burning passion is the one passion that has the strength to become more than just a hobby, something you can really be sure will go the distance. If you've been listening to the episodes in sequence, you'll have uncovered the passions that light you up, you'll have identified your key talents and skills, and revealed your core values. But don't worry, if you're just dipping in on this episode, each element is just as important on its own and can be listened to separately. But if you feel like it, you can go back and listen to the other three episodes when you get the chance. So the final piece in the burning passion model is something that pulls all the other elements together, your success vision. This is the final stage because all the other elements together can help you reach it. And your success vision will also have an impact on your decision on what direction you want to take next. Your success vision is a mental picture of the future based on your hopes and desires. It's more than just your goals or plans. It's the full technicolor view of what every aspect of your life would be like, what you want to achieve, should everything go to plan. Your success vision is personal to you as only you can set your vision for the future. We all have our own needs, our own measures of what constitutes success for ourselves or others. What success looks like to one person could be totally different from another. To one person, it could mean, I don't know, great financial success, being able to buy property or go on many holidays. To another person, having the power that wealth brings is desirable, while another craves the recognition and praise that comes from getting to the top of whatever career they're in. For others, financial gain and recognition is is less important. For them, family and their social life is more important. And their success vision could be that they want to work less and have more time to spend outside of work. Or a success vision could be a combination of all those things. We are all unique and our success vision will be equally special. In the corporate world, there is a traditional view on what success is. That you work your way up. You go through different corporate levels get into maybe managing a team and then eventually a department and maybe a few will get to the top and maybe become a CEO of a company. If you don't fit into that path or don't want to go in that direction you can be seen as unambitious 
And that's not always the case. I had many conversations with people over the years I worked with in banking, and they would say that getting to the top was not an ambition, but they were still ambitious. What success was like to them was to have work that had meaning and where they could make a positive difference or where they could develop in their specialism to become a guru in that topic. The way the corporate ladder is currently made does not always show enough recognition to those who want to have a different type of career path. But it's slowly changing and some forward-looking companies are realising that success can look different for some people and are allowing for other ways for people to prove themselves and get the recognition they deserve. There are so many societal rules that we have been consciously or unconsciously governed by, which are slowly shifting. Like staying in one career path all your life, or that success means financial success, or reaching the top, or that only people with the entrepreneur gene can start their own business. There are now so many ways to be successful depending on what you want. Open your mind to new possibilities. Just because it's not what everyone does, does not mean it can't bring you success. Your success vision is not about what you should want to achieve or what you think is possible right now. It's actually about what you want to achieve, what you desire most, putting all barriers aside. Sometimes you've not even admitted it to yourself because you've been on one path for so long, you've forgotten what you actually want. I was watching the movie um, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again the other day. I love musicals. and loved the line said by Colin Firth's character, Harry, who realised he did not want to be in a contract negotiation meeting, but would rather be with his daughter supporting her in her new venture. He said, there's no use climbing the ladder if you're on completely the wrong wall. And I just thought it was a great way to describe going for something that either you think you should be going for, or that it was something you used to want, but now that's changed. You may have started climbing one wall, but don't feel like you have to continue climbing that wall if it's no longer for you. You need to be clear on the wall you're climbing and that it will lead to what you want to see at the top. Otherwise, you could get to the top and realise that what you really want is on the top of a completely different wall. That's why it's so important to understand your own vision of success so you can make sure what you're doing every day is going in the direction of what you actually want. By having a clear success vision, you know when you have an annual review conversation, you can discuss what you really want rather than what is the path others assume you want to take. If you're planning to have your own business, whether on the side or full-time, you can design it to make sure it has the potential to lead to the success that is right for you. Just like core values, companies will have a vision, usually in some kind of statement form, to help inspire employees, to give focus to their collective efforts, and to unify them in common purpose. People work harder if they're motivated by a shared vision. And look, you need the same. You need that inspiration that only can be gained by knowing what you're aiming for. Your vision can inspire emotions, which can be a powerful motivator. John Graham, the venturer and motivational speaker and author of On the Edge said, you've got to give yourself the freedom to dream, to use your imagination to see and feel what does not yet exist. A vision is not the same as goals or objectives. Those come from the head. A vision comes from the heart. Now, you may think you know what you want to achieve in life, but have you thought about it in detail? Have you written it down? Do you remind yourself of it regularly? Have you visualised exactly how you'll get to that vision? If not, then here's a few tips on what to do. Before I give you the tips, just to remind you that you can find a full exercise on how you can build your success vision in my free guide, How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career in Life, which you can download from the show notes. Okay. Find some time where you can concentrate. 
Go for a walk if that inspires your mind. Grab a coffee and find a quiet corner. Or if you can manage to get a seat on the train on your commute, put your earphones in and concentrate. Or get up early in the morning before your family wakes. You do need time to focus for this as it's a deep exercise, but you just have to do it the once and believe me, the benefits are worth it. My first tip is to choose a time when you're in a positive mood. Just like results can be skewed when you fill in an employee survey or behavioural questionnaire when you're annoyed or upset, so can your vision of success be effective if you're not in the right mindset. So find a time when you're feeling relatively positive and optimistic. It does not need to be when you're on a complete high, just some time when you're even-tempered and calm. Also, try to be awake and alert and not too tired. If you're a morning person, then do it then. Or if you're an evening person, then leave until later in the day. You get what I'm saying? Whenever your attention span is high. So not when you've just finished a long, busy day, or when you've just argued with your partner, or if you've had a day when a series of things go wrong and you're in a really negative mindset. Try and be as positive as possible. Okay, number two, be honest with yourself and throw out that rule book. Remember, this is your personal success vision, so don't lie to yourself. If you have desires and dreams that you're scared of admitting to yourself, then include them. So if you want to have that houseboat and spend your days travelling the canals of Europe, then put it down. Or if you really want to get a job that's not in your current career path, but you can't see a way you could get there right now, put it down anyway. Forget whatever you think are the rules, i.e. what everyone else does. You can be different. Number three. Be really specific, making it detailed as possible. Break down every aspect of your life, things like career or your job, family, finances, social life, health, etc. And what you want to achieve for each of these and be as clear as you can. So if you're looking at the finances side of your vision, be exact on what you want to earn, what you want to have saved, what assets you have. So things like houses, cars, gadgets and how you will use your income. And if you really don't want to have any assets, not really important to you, and prefer to have disposable income to spend on hobbies, social life or holidays, say that. Or if money's not important to you at all, then also say maybe you want to give to charity if that's something you want to do, or you know, what you need at a basic level to live your life. The more specific you are, the more powerful the vision. Okay, don't be held back by limiting beliefs. Albert Einstein said, Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. This is not the time to hold back. If you base your vision on what you think is possible or based on your current circumstances, you are limiting your brain. You are setting yourself up to achieve something limited. Even if you think that currently there's no way you can achieve part or all of that vision, maybe because of money or circumstances, I'm sure Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson had no idea how they would get into space when they first thought of the idea, but they had a strong vision, set goals and created a plan and now both of them are poised to launch. It'll be interesting to see which one they get there first. Be ambitious in your visioning. You'll be breaking it down into manageable goals so it will become more achievable as time progresses. We naturally feel stress when we introduce new concepts to our brain. Attempting things we've not done before can be pretty scary. But when you try something new, your body has a stress response, releasing cortisol and adrenaline, which makes you feel apprehensive. But the more your brain thinks about achieving something in your vision, it no longer sees it as new, but thinks you've already achieved it. And the more comfortable it gets, it no longer tries to protect you. 
This is because your brain does not really know the difference between a strongly imagined vision and the experience of having done something. Now, I know some of you cynics out there may think putting really fantastical things into your vision are pointless. But if you don't even try to work towards them, you may always wonder. You may look at a strategy to get there and realise it's not something you want to do, but at least keep your mind open to possibilities. Okay, next. Write your success vision down or create a vision board. Just having your vision in your head is really not enough. You have to bring it into some kind of form to make it real by committing it to paper, maybe in a journal or on a page that you keep somewhere prominent. This is not something you write down once and never look at again. You're writing it down to be able to see it every day. Only then does your vision stop being a dream and start being a reality. Your vision notes are the trigger for your goals from which you will draw up your strategy and plans. One way of doing this is to create a mental movie of a day in your life in the future where you're living your best life and then write it out word for word like you're writing a script. If you're more visual, you can also create a vision board. I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but they can be a really good way to record your success vision and many people have found success this way. The images prime your brain to recognise opportunity when it comes along, which you may otherwise miss. Your brain can only focus on so many things at a time, so you need to train it to look out for those things that you want. It's like when you want to buy a new car. You select the make and model and probably have done lots of research on it, and then suddenly you start seeing that car everywhere. It seems like the whole neighbourhood has decided to buy the exact car you want, and that's not the case. It just seems that way as your brain has stopped ignoring it as it's been flagged as important. So if you have a certain company you want to work for and you add a picture to your vision board of the company logo, your brain will automatically become alert to any news about it and any opportunities that may arise. Or if you have added that you want to connect with a certain person to work with them in some way, the opportunity to meet them may become available. Only because you've primed yourself to notice anything to do with them. This is how you end up being lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. You really do make your own luck. You can create a physical vision board with drawings or cut out images from magazines. Or if you're not creatively inclined or prefer digital tools, there are phone apps like iWish for iPhones or VisualApp or free online design tools like Canva that can hold the images and the vision notes for you. Okay, the next bit is really important. You have to visualise yourself doing the work. Having a success vision is crucial, as you know what you're aiming for. But it has shown to be more effective if you also visualise yourself doing the work to get there. That's why you may have heard of athletes visualising the whole race from start to finish. They're not only thinking about crossing the line or standing on that podium. They're visualising what it will take to get there. They will run the mind movie of their race over and over and over again, thinking about every technique that they will use to cross that line first. The England football team, who will have completed their semi-final match against Denmark in the European Championships by the time this episode is published, are well known to use sports psychology techniques, including visualisation, as part of their preparation. They not only envisage lifting the trophy, they've also worked through how they will get to that stage. Whatever happens in the match this week, it's clear that they've had a change in form since they started using these methods – reaching the semi-finals in the World Cup and now the European Championships. Now, obviously, there are lots and lots of other factors, including the huge amount of hard work and training. But at that level of sport, small things can make all the difference and they can make a difference to you. But a word of caution. 
This does not mean that you build your success vision, create your goals, and then visualize how you will achieve them every day and sit back and do absolutely nothing else. These tools can be very powerful, but only if you use them as a trigger for action. You can't just sit back and wait for the job offer to come in or for the car you've put on your vision board to appear from nowhere or to suddenly have all the time in the world to spend your family. The actor Jim Carrey, who famously used visualisation to achieve success in his career, said, visualisation works if you work hard. That's the thing. You can't just visualise and go and eat a sandwich. So you have to do all the work, but by having a clear success vision in mind that you continually return to, building the associated goals, strategy and plans of how you'll get there are all the easier. Having a clear success vision stops you wasting time thinking on what could go wrong, the negatives, and instead keeps your brain positive and focused on how to make the vision happen. So take the time and find your success vision. You won't regret it. Now, I would usually stop here as I finish talking about that particular element. But as this is the last episode in the Burning Passion series, I'm going to take a bit more time now to talk about how you bring all the elements together. When you have your success vision clear and have documented it either in writing or on a vision board, you're ready to decide on what your burning passion is. To do that, you need to review each of the passions that light you up. For each one, see if you have the talents and skills that would allow you to have a career or business aligned with that passion. If yes, then check if there's no conflict with your core values. If there's no conflict, then see if you use that passion in your career, you have the potential to reach your vision of success. For example, if the passion that lights you up is gardening and you have tested that you have the talent and skills for it and your core values are not in conflict, there should not really be any barrier to your success in theory. But it depends what success means to you. If success for you does not involve you having a physical job long term, then it may not be the right path or you may need to adjust the plan to go into garden design where you'll maybe not need to have be so hands on for all your career. Let me show you how this works for me. As I mentioned before, one of my passions that lights me up is helping others. When I investigated my talents, I confirmed that I have a natural talent for teaching, explaining things and simplifying, which is not surprising given I've spent over 12 years training and coaching people. I also had feedback that I was seen as really organised and I bring people together. So I knew that I wanted to continue to help others by using my talent for teaching and the skills I've learned over the years, as well as utilising my skills with people and project management. But one of my core values is freedom, which is in conflict with what I was currently doing as a career. So I knew that if I was to have more freedom, I would need to leave my corporate job and run my own show. There were no conflicts with my other core values. I won't bore you with my full success vision, but for me, the key is doing something I love every day while earning a decent living and spending time with family and friends and enjoying life, making the most of it. From looking at all the elements of the burning passion model, I could see that having my own business, working with others to help them achieve their goals and dreams in a practical step-by-step way was a viable career path. It feeds a passion that lights me up, utilises my talents and gives me the freedom and potential for reaching my success vision. By identifying your burning passion, you are already giving yourself a serious head start in whatever direction you decide to take in your career, business and life. So over to you, go and find your burning passion. If you want more guidance and exercises to help you work through the elements of the burning passion model, 
Then download my free guide, which I've created just for you, called How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career and Life from the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast. Join me in the next episode. And remember, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time.